I'm going to talk about the body positivity movement um, versus the uh, the people who are sort of um, against that movement or or they purport to be against what it stands for. So the body positive movie movement is it says healthy at any size um, and basically they want people to accept them for the size they are and and things like that and a, a lot of people say healthy at any size you have a couple of people who sort of lead that effort and it has been making grounds you've got a lot of people who've been on the cover of magazines magazines that are typically reserved for people who are um, slim to uh, underweight and you have a lot of people who are angry and a lot of people who have taken to social media and different platforms, whether it's just for clickbait or whether it's something that they really stand for to speak against the body positive movement. Now, I support, um, of course, of course, health. I support people uh, being healthy and taking care of themselves and things like that. But I really don't think people understand why the body positive movement exists. And I think when people can understand what the body positive movement really is, um, maybe they can honestly just shut the hell up. And so one, let's, let's be clear. I'm not, I don't believe in healthy at any size, you know, as a researcher or or just a person who reads we know that um at a specific uh bmi you're uh you're more you're more than likely in inflammation when you're overweight and you're definitely um under have inflammation and other things when you're um obese and you're you've increased your likelihood of metabolic disorders if you don't have them already there's an increased likelihood of lots of other diseases and that's not just because you're obese that's because the conditions that have led to uh, your body storing excess uh, adipose tissue also uh, are associated with other things that are happening in your body for example if you are obese or overweight um, that means you may have be consuming not only an excess of calories, but you may be consuming an excess of, of different types of foods that increase your insulin levels. So you also are more likely to have type 2 diabetes. And then if you have type 2 diabetes, there's also um, a different hosts of conditions that that come in with that and then if you are obese at the same time you know one of the things that can help manage type 2 diabetes is you know exercise but if, if you're um, at a size where it's actually painful for you to walk or you and so or not only do you have inflammation that manifests itself in obesity and the metabolic disorder uh, which is part of the metabolic um, disorder uh, spectrum and uh, diabetes, you may also have early onset arthritis because again, that is inflammation. 
And then you may be exhausted and tired all the time and really not want to move because again, that is inflammation. And then you may be craving foods and you may be um, have a lot of mood um, issues because again, that's a part of inflammation. So um, basically, um, obesity is related to a lot of health conditions, but it definitely is on a spectrum and not everybody who is experiencing any of a metabolic disorder is going to be obese. And that's why you have people who um, all of a sudden have a heart attack or have cancer and they've never manifested any outward symptoms of, um, of health. And one of the main and only outward symptom of bad health that we uh, sort of recognize is obesity. But of course, there's also lots of other symptoms. So the issue, so when it comes to healthy at any size, scientifically, um, that's, it's highly unlikely if somebody is healthy when their BMI is, uh, I think, over 30. And when you're overweight, uh, it really depends on your body type. But as you near being near obesity, I think uh, it's definitely likely that you're in you have an inflammation. So as you near obesity, it's definitely likely that there's inflammation going on before you actually are officially in obesity. So, yeah. But do I overall understand the underlying need for the body positive movement? I do for a long time especially you know since the age of pictures and movies and media uh, fat people have been or people who are fat or half fat have been sort of um, presented as a sort of underclass on TV and in movies and, you know, and, and in representation when it comes to just clothes and buying products, they're, they're darn near invisible. And in fact, it really annoys me when I see movies that most of the time the fat person or the person that's a size eight, which is fat and, um, in a movie is, is like the, uh, the sidekick or the funny person, you know, they usually give them a wacky hairdo and uh, no, they usually have no life or their life is just to serve and be available to the thin person. And it's just weird because it doesn't represent uh, real life. Maybe if it may represent what people see in very, very small circles in, I don't know, LA or small circles in New York but overall with America most individuals are overweight who are of an adult age and a lot of them are living pretty happy lives when it comes to just overall achievement getting a job having a life getting married things like that so the representation and in, in on TV that fat people are just sad and basically dream about being skinny and sort sor- certainly only exist to help thin people achieve their dreams and a fat person's worth 
it's sort of uh, determined by how entertaining and helpful that they can be to thin people. And I've seen that in movies. And I've even seen several movies in the past few years where uh, finally you get a fat woman to play the lead role. But of course they make her blonde or something. And the role is all about maybe she got hit in the head and now people see her as thin or she sees herself as thin and her life has changed or um just she she lives in some alternate wacky universe that doesn't see her as a fat person and so her life is just much better and the thinnies love her and the and of course she's the only fatty in the whole movie because you know she's the token person but other than being fat you know this woman pretty much meets all other standards of what we consider a successful person so the only thing missing anyway was the weight because they'll make them blonde they'll make um they'll they're they're probably uh living the high life you know some great job and they have lots of cool friends and a great cool life and the only thing missing is that they're not thin you know and some wacky way a, a slim thick guy falls for them and you know and their life is just so much better because now they're accepted by thinnies right it's just so weird because you know in regular life that's just not how it happens you have a lot of people regardless of size living their best life and that's just how it is and if someone um you know believes it's their size that's keeping them from um you know living their best life when you look a little closer there's actually a lot more going on beyond their size because there's just too many people doing phenomenal things um so it's just you know the movies are annoying because they don't represent reality and i guess a lot of times people get tired of that representation you know and I can understand because as a black woman you know I just hate it when I see black people who exist only to be the sidekick in movies and you know but there's been a real push you know um you know over the last few decades especially with the you know and the representation for you know black people and black women and you know avoiding stereotypes and just representing us as you know normal people like we are and you also see that push for representation in the asian community so of course you're going to see a push for representation especially in the area of body diversity because they really sort of center on the thin underweight woman to be the object of desire and the the person deserving of a great life and a happy ending and to be the main character in any type of story so a lot of people in the body positive movie movement rightly so are sort of pushing back on this uh sort of this this underlying belief that they exist only to serve uh thinnies they they are otherwise miserable and have no life and should be invisible and I really think it really is about visibility you know people get tired of supporting you know things financially but then getting no visibility but their dollars are helping everybody else 
to live their best life. You know, you get tired of going to a movie and paying your money or, you know, you're you're flipping on Netflix and no one looks like you. And then when you do see someone that looks like you, they're painted in the most pathetic, unrealistic way. And it's just weird. It's just weird because it's just not a real representation of life. And then you have a lot of people who purport to be, oh my gosh, it's all about the health. That's why I'm really mad at this fat woman for, you know, wearing nice clothes and saying she's healthy at any size. But the truth is, there's a lot of men out there and some women who is not about health. They really simply don't believe women should exist or exist not exist but they don't believe that women who they don't find sexually attractive should get things in life that they don't believe they deserve and one of those things is help is happiness you know they don't like seeing this person be happy and say things like i love myself i'm i feel good about my body i deserve to be in a magazine they don't like to hear that they don't like to hear these type of women um getting getting praise or awards they don't like to see these women um on instagram getting likes they really want to push these women being invisible or these women existing in a role that serves them like their nanny you know or someone who who just does their work and but they really don't like it because men like that you'll find they have a trail of a uh, trail of issues and that issue is you know of a patriarchal nature but basically it's men are are important men can be any size regardless of their men's size um, they should be leaders they should be important they should get what they want and one of the objects that they can obtain is a thin woman and um, that therefore women are simply objects to obtain and of course if you see things as objects you're going to get mad when an object especially one you don't want is now saying that I'm special so so the issue is is not I feel like the body positivity movement is really pushing against patriarchy. It's really pushing against an idea that uh, women are, should only exist to, to, for the male gaze. And I agree with that. I don't, I don't think these women should skulk into a corner and pretend that their lives are horrible and they shouldn't get representation. And I believe that people who support health when they talk about, you know, the positive movement, they're clear with that. But I think a lot of people who sort of exude disgust, it's, it's very clear that they're the exact people that these individuals are fighting against.